In life, there are only two foundations that we can stand on. And the answers to every question in life is created by which foundation we stand on. And I keep coming back that there are only two foundations that we can stand on. One is the foundation of belief in yourself, trusting yourself, and having the faith to live forward. And that's the inside foundation. The other foundation is I live my life with doubt, worry, and uncertainty. And if I live on that foundation, what do I do? I I reach outside to other people to tell me what my life is, what I should be doing. And I give everybody else permission to design my life. You are listening to Personal Development Mastery Podcast, where you will find both the inspiration to grow and the actions to implement towards your next level. I am your host, Agi Keramidas, and my mission is to inspire you to stand out and live your best life. I interview thought leaders, authors, entrepreneurs, spiritual teachers, exceptional people who will inspire you to improve your life and offer, through their wisdom, actions you can take and implement. Tune in for two new episodes each week and make sure you follow the podcast to get the episodes as soon as they are released. Today's show, I am delighted to speak with Richard Flint. Richard, you are a keynote speaker, trainer, coach and mentor. Personal development and personal discovery are your areas of expertise and you have authored 19 books uh, on the subject. You have been sharing your uh, insights and philosophies with audiences all over the world for over 35 years And you now have dedicated your life to helping others break free and create the life of their dreams. Richard, welcome to Personal Development Master. It's a joy and a privilege to speak with you. Aki, the privilege is mine. I've been looking forward to this ever since Brian told me that I was going to be able to be a guest on your show. So I am excited to have this opportunity to share with your listening audience. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. And... Richard, let me start then with something that uh, I wanted uh, when I started doing some uh, research about you. So 35 plus years, 19 books. Uh, I read that before uh, COVID, you were doing over 100 events a year, live events a year around the world. What's your motivation? Well, a little bit about me, Augie, is that uh, everything that I've achieved in my life, I've had to work to achieve it. I I was born here in the United States in New Orleans, and uh, I was born to a mother that was a a, a prostitute, and I was the result of a one-night stand she had with a gentleman, and she never wanted me. So when I was two weeks old, I was adopted, Mm -hmm. and I was adopted into a home where I was only adopted because my dad wanted a son. My adopted mother never wanted me. And uh, she made that very, very clear. She used to tell me almost every day of my life, Augie, you're the stupidest kid I've ever met in my life. You'll never amount to anything in life. 
and my greatest day will be the day when you're no longer in my house. So when I was 16 years of age, I was left on a street corner with a suitcase. And from the age of 16, uh, from there throughout my life, I, I've been on my own. And I've had to learn how to move from survival to living. Mm -hmm. And to do that, the first thing I had to do was get in touch with who am I? And, you know, and learn how to work beyond those three things that my mother told me. Because you and I both know that most of what we know about ourselves, we're taught by our parents. And when your natural mother doesn't want you, your adopted mother doesn't want you, then you struggle with what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I, I see this everywhere that I go. Okay, I, 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 I see it, I feel it in people that so many people live their life trying to discover who they are through giving themselves to other people mm -hmm. and never being willing to pay the price to learn the difference between living outside in and inside out. And from outside in, the world can control you. From inside out, it's your stage. It's your life. You get to design it. And I went to college. I went to grad school. I taught for a few years at the university level and then ended up on the staff of a very large mega church here in West Palm Beach, Florida, where I live and ran the counseling division for the church. Uh, left there and ran a private counseling center in the Palm Beaches here. And while I was doing that, I wrote some magazine articles that got some international attention. And I started getting groups that would ask me, would you come share your philosophies with us? And I did that on a limited basis for a year and a half. And then I woke up one day and realized this was God's plan for my life. Mm. So when I made the decision to leave the counseling center, I had to build a, a philosophical foundation of why I'm doing this and what do I want. And what I want every day of my life is I want to help people achieve three things. I want people to be better. You know, one of the things I've seen in years of working with human behavior is most people accept the circle of sameness as their way of life. And they live every day less than what their life is capable of becoming. And they think, well, my life is good because I'm comfortable. Comfortable is a death trap. Hmm. You and I were not put on this earth to be comfortable. We were put on this earth to discover and to discover light. And I also want people to be smarter. You know, God didn't create any dumb people, but there are people who have mastered the art of paying, playing dumb. <laughs> my book that I'm working on right now that hopefully I'll have out by the end of the year is entitled, So What's Your Excuse? And what I have found is that so many people get caught up in their world of reasons, excuse, and justification that everybody around them validates that. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to do anything with their life. But being smarter means looking for the opportunities every day, taking the lessons from those opportunities and implementing them so that I can show up to tomorrow better than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I want for people is I want them to be stronger internally. Uh, 
once a person learns the value of living from the inside out, then they begin to understand the the in-depth meaning of life. Life is not about survival. Life is not about running away. Life is about discovering the adventures that are there in front of you and having that internal strength, that internal desire, that determination, that discipline within you to every day strive to be stronger so that we can do one thing. We can create a positive presence that has presence when we're not present. And that's what I want for my life. I get up every day and I have a little sign that I look at every morning that simply says, someone's going to need me today. Mm. And what I want to do is make sure that every day I'm prepared for that day. And, you know, that person always shows up. And by the way, there are some days that I'm the person that needs me that day. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for your answer. And there were so many things that uh, you already shared. And I liked what you said about the wanting people to achieve those three things to be better, smarter and stronger and uh, internally stronger, which uh, I believe is extremely important. And there were a couple of other things. Uh, I'm just reiterating now in my own words some of the things that uh, that you said that... Uh, We're not here to be comfortable, but we're here to discover. And again, I suppose that you mean the, the inner discovery, discovery, the, the truth of, of who we are, each, each of us. Well, being, Augie, being comfortable is a trap. Yes. And, and you know, I, I, I love my life. I've got a great life. Uh, but the greatness of my life is from the discovery process of every day being better, being smarter, being stronger. Uh, because every day that I improve from the inside out, the value of my presence also improves. And there's so many people that they drop out of the classroom of life. Mm. And every day there's the possibilities that are there. And because they've dropped out of the classroom of life, they can't see them. So they dig themselves deeper into a circle of sameness and they say they're comfortable, but they're not. Because that feeling of being comfortable is a facade. Mm -hmm. Because you and I were put on this earth for three things. We were put here to be happy. And happiness is discovery. We were put here to be fulfilled. There's a purpose for all of our lives. And then we were put here to be free and free to be the individual, the person, the personality that we're here and we have been given. Mm -hmm. Happy, fulfilled and free. And uh, the the trap, as you said, of being comfortable, it's, it's a very subtle one and... Uh, Many of us uh, don't even realize that it is like that. It's only, and I will speak from personal experience, it's only when there is some kind of um, 
discomfort, internal discomfort, some discontent that despite the external comfort that uh, sets one to a journey of why is that or the, you know answering the question first that that's what happened to me on the external it was comfortable but inside there was a, a void so <laughs> that mismatch there sent me on my uh, my own personal development journey and uh, this lifelong process of getting better getting stronger getting smarter as you said uh, and uh, i liked very much how you uh, categorized it or put it into separate uh, uh, you know directions yeah you know argue when people come to me and they say you know what i'm comfortable in my life my question back to them is what are you comfortable with mm. are you comfortable with the things that you have are you comfortable with yourself? Because sometimes we think that the things we have are what life is made of. But those things can be taken away in a heartbeat. And, and the question is, are you comfortable with yourself? You know, do you get up in the morning and can you look in the mirror and go, you know what, I like that person. Mm. And, and if you can't say that, then what happens? You have, to, you have to live from the outside in to make up the fact that inside you're lost. And, and I spend every day of my life trying to help people understand the difference between outside in and inside out. If I'm living outside in, I give control of my life to other people. Mm -hmm. So it's not my life. I'm an actor in their play. But if I'm inside out... My number one philosophy for my life, and I have 18 laws that hold my life together, and I stand on them. Number one is this. Why spend my energy being a carbon copy when I'm the original? <laughs> there's only one of you. There's only one of me. But if, if I can't live from the inside out, then I, I'm not me. If I'm living outside in, I'm a puppet for other people. Yes, exactly. Hi, it's Aggie here, interrupting you with something you may find useful. One of the most frustrating feelings is when you're trying to focus but you can't get your brain to concentrate on the important work in front of you. This happens to me all the time and if it happens to you too, you are not alone. 40% of people say they have to make a big effort to concentrate. But if you're having trouble getting focused, I have a solution for you. I'm so excited to be partnering with BrainFM. BrainFM is a great app and I use it to block out my mental chatter and zone in on my number one priority of the day. BrainFM uses functional music that is backed by science and research and it is designed to give us that extra edge when we need our undivided attention. And they also have relaxation, meditation and deep sleep modules that help you unwind and recharge. So, if you want to be able to place your full attention exclusively in the activity you choose, whether that's meaningful work or relaxing or getting high-quality sleep, right now, as my podcast listener, you get 20% off BrainFM subscription at brain.fm slash Aggie. That's an amazing deal for such a useful app. Thousands of people have given 5-star reviews to BrainFM. Find out why? Brain.fm slash Aggie. 
I would like to switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, a topic that, uh, the, the main topic, the, about human behavior. And I think it relates also to what we, we have been saying because the, human, the, the way that we behave and whether that matches our intentions or the way that we would like to behave really uh, makes a big difference in our lives. You say that uh, you wrote a book, Behavior Never Lies, and uh, and you say that in all these years that you've studied uh, human behavior, you have discovered some primary questions that uh, will allow one to be on uh, or to build uh, success. So uh, share this with us, please. Well, uh, it, it, I write a philosophy every day of my life. I, mm-hmm. I have a program called The Morning Minute. And every day it's one of my philosophies of life with a piece of wisdom. If you talk to anyone anywhere around the world who knows me and you ask them, what do you remember about him? Mm -hmm. They'll tell you three words, behavior, never lies. That Augie in life, the essence of truth is not what someone says, it's what they do. And if you really step, lean back and, and or step back and look at people, the thing that frustrates you the most about people is behavior mm-hmm. and the contradiction. Mm-hmm. The thing that will anger you about a lot of people is behavior, the contradiction. The thing that disappoints you so much about people is not what they say, it's their behavior. Because it's impossible for behavior to lie. It is the essence of truth. And for years, Augie, I've had people come to me and they, 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 they ask me, Richard, I, I want to get my life on track. I, I want to have that life where what I'm doing is I'm investing in me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to live the life that is the life that I'm supposed to live. How do I do this? And I tell people, Augie, there are four questions that you can build your life on. Mm-hmm. And they come in one order. And you can't go to question number two until you can answer question number one. Mm-hmm. You can't go to three or four until you answer question number two or number three. Yeah. And here, here are the questions where everything has to start. What do I really want for my life? Mm-hmm. And it's not what do I want. That's a, that's a surface question. The word really is the word that digs inside you. What do you really want for your life? And and I find that most people live unhappy with their life because it's all outside. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm known for my definition of words. (laughs) I've written four volumes of dictionaries and This is my definition of a job, because people have a job. Uh, My definition of a job is an environment that a human goes to every day where they prostitute themselves for a paycheck. (laughs) They're not happy doing it, but they do it for the money. But yet they keep talking about what they're going to do someday with their life. And the the challenge with most people is they get so locked into that circle of sameness they never get to the really want for your life. Mm. And to have that 
be better and to be smarter and to be stronger, it's got to be based in what do you really want for your life? And, you know, with what you're doing with your life, does it give you happiness? Does it give you a sense of fulfillment? Does it let you be free to be you? And if it doesn't, then you're a, you're a prisoner within yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I both know people that have had a career and they've worked one job for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. But you know what? That's their passion. That's what they want to do with their life. And if you ask them, what do you really want for your life? They'll tell you, I'm doing it. But that's a very small percentage, Anki. Most people live their life running or not understanding what they could really do with their life. Mm -hmm. So question number one, what do you really want for your life? That's purpose. That's purpose. And then question number two, why do you really want this? You know, if you can have, if you know the what, why do you really want this? And that's the discovery process of why am I willing to give myself to this? What's it going to bring to my life? What's it going to allow my life to give to others? And those two questions stand alone of the four because that's the purpose and the discovery. Mm-hmm. Now, once I can answer those two, I'm ready for question number three. And these last two questions really get, really get tough. What price am I willing to pay to achieve it? I would venture to say that in your life, that not everything for you has come easy. And I would venture to say that you're where you are today because you know what the price tag has been and you've been willing to pay it. Yes. And it's it's more than financial. It's mental. It's emotional. It's spiritual. Mm-hmm. For everything you and I want to do with our life, there's a price tag to it. You know, and I can, I'll just be very open with your, your listeners. You know, until the the COVID virus hit, I was I was doing a hundred to one hundred and twenty five engagements all over the world, mm-hmm. and I was living on the wo- the road two hundred plus days a year. Mm-hmm. And there were nights alone in a hotel room, Aki, when in my quiet time, I'd ask God, God, why have you chosen me for this? You know, why is this what you want from for my life? Mm-hmm. And Nights when I'd be scooting across the sky late at night on an airplane getting to the next city. You know, I would struggle with that. You know, why are you doing this? And I'd always come back to understand this, what I'm doing with my life, is what I was put on this earth to do. And and there's a price tag to it. And if the price tag ever comes to the place where it's too much, then I'll stop. Mm-hmm. But that price tag has to be built in a passion for what you're doing. And I love what I do. Okay. I, I, I love it every day. I am passionate about this because I really believe if people will pay attention to what I teach, mm-hmm. that I can help them find a difference in their life. You know, and, and, and there's got to be the self-motivation. I mean, 
people ask me all the time, are you a motivational speaker? And I tell them, no, I'm an educational entertainer. <laughs> because what I do is I entertain people with, with knowledge. And if I have to motivate Aki, then I have to adopt him. And I don't want to do that. But mm -hmm. I can teach you the process for self-motivation. I can teach you that. And then there has to be a big price tag, which is discipline. I mean, if, if you and I are not disciplined, then what do we do? We create procrastination. We create clutter. We get our life just really messed up. Discipline is that inner desire and determination with your feet nailed to the ground to this is what I got, I'm supposed to do with my life. And then question number four is really the, is really the, the ultimate question. What behaviors will I have to improve mm. to achieve what I want? And I need for people to understand the word I use. I didn't say what behaviors will I need to change. But I said improve. Why? Because change is an emotional word. Most people fight change because change is designed to take you out of a comfortable routine. And I, it's not about what I need to change. It's what I need to improve. Every day, my mind wants me to improve. Every day, my mind opens up opportunities for me. And to continue to grow, I have to look at my life through the self-limitations I put on me. And working with human behavior, and I take on 10 people a year from all over the world, and I'm their, their mentor for one year of their life. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we keep looking at is where do you need to improve? Because limitations are self-imposed. And so many of these, Augie, these limitations are imposed because of people's fear. From the day I was born to the day that I die, and the same thing with you. You and I are going to fight six fears in our life. The fear of the unknown. That can hold people hostage. The fear of abandonment. That'll hold someone hostage. The fear of failure. The fear of rejection. The fear of loss. And then the number one argue with young people today, the fear of success. Mm. Young people don't know what success is today. They know what it is to be taken care of. But when they have to stand on their own two feet, they haven't been prepared. So what behavior, our behaviors, am I going to have to improve in order for me to take my what, my why, and my price tag and implement them. Thank you so much for this detailed and uh, comprehensive answer. And the those questions that uh, you said, what do uh, what do I really want? Why uh, do I really want this? Uh, what price am I willing to pay for it? And what behaviors do I have to improve? My question, I wanted to go a bit deeper there, and the questions are very simple in their, uh, you know, expression. I think everyone can understand exactly what they mean. 
What might be more challenging, though, is how one goes to find the answers to these questions. So is it a matter of sitting down and thinking intellectually? Do you uh, propose some other method, shall we say, to really um, find or discover these, the answers to these questions within you? Augie, in life, there are only two foundations that we can stand on. Mm-hmm. And the answers to every question in life is created by which foundation we stand on. And if any of your listeners can uh, can come up with another foundation other than these two, please email it to me, richard at richardflint.com. I have spent years studying this, and I keep coming back that there are only two foundations that we can stand on. Mm-hmm. One is the foundation of belief in yourself, trusting yourself, and having the faith to live forward. And that's the inside foundation. The other foundation is I live my life with doubt, worry, and uncertainty. And if I live on that foundation, what do I do? I I reach outside to other people to tell me what my life is, what I should be doing. And I give everybody else permission to design my life. And I, I I hope your listeners can understand this. For you and I to implement anything in our life, we have to give ourselves permission to do it. Doesn't just happen. Every choice you make in your life, you give yourself permission to make that choice. And every day, those choices that I make are based upon which of these foundations am I standing on? Doubt. You can't have doubt and belief. Mm. Worry. You can't have worry and trust. Uncertainty. You can't have uncertainty and faith. And when people come to me and they're struggling, one of the first things I want to know and I want to discover is which of these foundations are you building your life on right now? And, and it's, it's interesting, Augie, when you tear it apart psychologically. I mean, you think about this. I would imagine you and probably 99% of those that listen to your, your podcast here, I would imagine they go through times when they doubt And the interesting thing about doubt is you can't doubt without worrying. Mm. And doubt is the the parent. Worry and uncertainty are the kids. And if if I'm uncertain, what happens? I'm frozen in life. And what do I do? How do I handle doubt? And where does doubt come from? Doubt comes from my rearview mirror. It comes from me looking at all of the wrongs, all of the frustrations, all the disappointments that I've had in yesterday. And when I'm looking in that rearview mirror, I don't see the purpose of yesterday. Yesterday is a reference library, not a room to live in. Mm. Now, we all have a yesterday. So when I'm in belief, I've also taken stuff from yesterday. But what have I done? I've taken my success. I've taken my celebrations. 
I've taken my growth, my discovery, my experiences that keep making me better, smarter, and stronger, and I build my life off of that. I wish people could understand that yesterday is just a series of file cabinets. One file cabinets, everything in that drawer is about all of my, my doubts, my worries, and my uncertainties. This other file cabinet is about all of my success, the things that I feel good about, the me that I know I am, that I celebrate every day. And I define yesterday by which file cabinet I open, and I bring that to today. And I use that to design my day. Every day of your life is a design. And that design is, is then implemented through the choices that you make. And every choice you make, you have to give yourself permission. Mm-hmm. To make that. And people tell me, well, I didn't mean to do that. That's a lie. If you hadn't meant to do it, you wouldn't have done it. There are no excuses. My book I'm working on right now, I hope by the end of the year, is entitled, So What's Your Excuse? We live in a world today where excuses have become acceptable. And when excuses become acceptable, there is no accountability. You know, I give myself permission to have the life that I have. Let me say one more thing real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the teaching that I have that gets me in trouble the most. And that is this. You are exactly in your life where you want to be. <laughs> People say, well, that's not true. Well, if you didn't want to be there, you wouldn't be there. There's nothing to blame. There's no justifications. There's no excuse. Listen, when I was 16, I could have gone over, laid down in the corner, got up in a fetal position, and never done anything with my life, and blamed my mother the rest of my days on this earth. Or I could stand up, and I could look at the life that I want to have, Mm -hmm. and every day choose to implement the behaviors that take me living forward rather than trapped in yesterday. And that's what you just said, choosing the behaviors every day uh, is what will determine in the end if our behavior matches what we talk about as well, won't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to, to expand a bit more? Because I know this is the topic of, of your book, the, the Behavior Never Lies, and you also have some uh, a process or a, a strategy for someone to, to create this consistency, or I, I call it congruence, when someone's uh, intentions and actions match, or the, you know, the, what they say and what they do. But one of the things I, I do with people, because I, I, I'm a big believer in asking questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and one of the things I ask people all the time, are you, are you really willing to be honest about your life? I, I learned in the counseling center, Augie, that most people want honesty as long as it's not honest. <laughs> I mean, you ever had this happen to you? Someone comes to you and goes, okay, now, I want you to be honest with me. I really want you to be honest. And you think, 
All right. So <laughs> you share honesty with them. And all of a sudden, they look at you and go, well, <laughs> that's not what I was expecting to hear. And here's the thing that's funny about all this. Honesty that I hear that I don't want, I translate into criticism. So they walk away from you and they go to someone else. You know, I asked Augie for help and all he wanted to do was criticize me. I mean, you got to be strong to handle honesty. And, and, and then I want to talk to people about what's the fear that's holding you back? I, I found also in working with human behavior, those six fears. One of those is your number one fear. And if you can confront and control, and folks, hear me, you cannot eliminate emotions, but you can control them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like someone coming to you and telling you, I need to get this out of my life. No, you don't. You need to learn to control it. Emotions cannot be eliminated, but they can be controlled. So which of those fears is your number one fear? For years in my life, it was the fear of rejection. Hmm. I mean, go back. Natural mother didn't want me. Adopted mother didn't want me. Must be something wrong with me. And I couldn't reject you if I wanted to. Rejection is not what someone does to you. It's what you tell people to do to you. You ever been around someone who didn't like their self, so they made sure other people couldn't like them? Yeah. Didn't think they were smart, so they always played dumb? So what is it, what is it in life? And mine was rejection. And I had to learn how to love myself. And I couldn't learn to love myself until I learned to like myself. Big difference between those two. Mm. But when I learned to love myself, that's when I learned to understand most people in my life wanted to control me, not help me. One of the things that keeps a lot of people from growing, Augie, is the fact that the more you want to do with your life, the fewer people you can have in your life. I get asked almost every single day, what percentage of people do you think ever use what you teach? 2%. And I'll tell you, coming to that realization was depressing. Hmm. Because I wanted to change the world. But most of the world wants to hear, not listen. And so what I've had to come to is that every day of my life, I look for the 2%. And all I want to be involved in is the lives of the 2%. We're getting ready to release an eight-week mastermind course into, it's the deepest thing I've ever written. It is beyond a PhD course. Mm. And we're, we're starting this and we're going to focus on the business part of people's lives because that's the number one room in people's lives, which it shouldn't be, but it is. So we're going to draw a blueprint of how to use that business room correctly. Mm -hmm. And 
it, I have been working on this material for I don't know how many years now, and probably July 1st of August, we're going to release the mastermind group. And it's not for the faint of heart. It's for the 2%. Mm. And not everybody's going to get in because I'm going to interview everybody. And if you're not ready for me, I'm not going to let you in. I'm just not going to let you be a part of it because I'm looking for that 2% who really want to know what they really want, who want to understand why they know the price tag and they're willing and they're willing to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm the number one obstacle in my life. And I've got to be able to get through these behaviors that are holding me back. And Augie, I just believe that God has given me the ability to make a difference in people's lives. Uh, I'm not going to adopt them. <laughs> and, you know, At least not, I'm not 2%. Going to yeah, I'm not going to coach them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to guide them. Yeah. Uh, you have this. I have it too. People come to me all the time. Well, well what should I do? I tell them, I don't know. I'm not you. <laughs> so let's talk about what you feel you, you need to do. We spend too much time giving people answers rather than asking them questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what happens? So I give you all the answers. You walk into my life with your little umbilical cord. You plug in. And now you, you keep draining me. And I can't get away from you because you have extension cords with email and with the internet and everything <laughs> can't get away from you. But all I want to do is be able to, to guide people. And the thing is that if you, if you give answers to, to, to someone, it doesn't mean that they are the right answers for them. And I think uh, many people no. have fallen into that trap of asking for the answers rather than uh, finding, trying to find out, within themselves what is the, the right thing to do rather than uh, you know having a a guru or an expert or how uh, however you want to call them tell them what is the right thing for them no one knows better than ourselves uh, yeah no no one knows augie better than augie knows augie. <laughs> i i had a guy augie, i had a guy call me this this uh past week And he said, you know what? He says, I think I'd like to have you as a mentor in my life. <laughs> he says, how long do you think it'll take to fix me? <laughs> I said, how old are you? I'm 42. Well, you're going to have to give me at least 60 years. Because I can't fix you. And we live in a quick fix society. Why? Because everything comes so quick. You know, one of the interesting, Google has made it, So that people don't have to think. Mm. I mean, I, 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 can, I can pick up my phone and go, hey, Siri. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the day when I ask Siri a question and she goes, I don't know. <laughs> to do that, you See? need to turn off airplane mode. <laughs> She's there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It certainly has uh, stopped us uh, from uh, using this, using our our brain. Uh, technology is both a blessing and a curse. It depends on uh, how one uses them, uh, uses it. Um, Richard, I've I've have found the, the conversation fascinating, and uh, it's not you know only what you have taught 
throughout the, the conversation, there were things that uh, the listener can actually pick up as action points and implement them. And that's, uh, for me, as a podcast host, is you know, the, the reason or one of the, the reasons why I want to, to, to present this uh, message to people so that they can do something about it, not just listen to a conversation, uh, no matter how educational or uh, entertaining or inspirational is, the, the end point for me is to, for them to do something with it. So having said all that, if you were to give to the listener after our conversation uh, now, if you were to give to the listener one actionable item, something that they can pick up, implement just now or tomorrow morning, what would you say? Okay, there's 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 one thing that I would tell people. Mm-hmm. Every day of your life, live with a positive presence that creates presence when you're not present. And that's about that's all about everything we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. It's about being better, it's about being smarter, it's about being stronger, it's about knowing my fears. It's about being able to answer those questions. Because all of us every day make a presentation about ourselves to other people. And I would imagine you and your listeners too have had people who have passed through your life who today may not even be alive, Mm -hmm. but they still talk to you in your head and their presence still lives in your heart. And the greatest compliment anyone can ever pay to another person is that their presence lives on. And if we can do that, we have fulfilled a big part of why we're here on this earth. Thank you. Uh, Richard, before I ask you um, where to direct people who want to find out more about you, I would still like to ask you uh, two or three quick fire questions, which uh, I always ask my guests. So, my first one is, what does the term personal development mean to you? In a, in a phrase, I mean, you've been talking about it throughout the conversation, but uh, in a phrase, what does it mean? Being better, smarter, and stronger today than I was yesterday. Fantastic. And if you were to go back in time and meet your 18-year-old self, what one piece of advice would you give him? Don't let fear overwhelm me. And... I wish I, I wish I had understood at an earlier age the strength of the two foundations and uh, could have lived stronger on my belief, my trust, and my faith, which is my, my foundation today, and I stand strong on that. That, uh, that came, the, the, that concept of the two foundations and uh, the way that you described it uh, has, for me, stayed as probably the most uh, impactful uh, message that I personally got from uh, everything that you that you said. So thank you again for that. That made a big uh, sense the way that you said it. That and the reason why I found it personally intriguing is that you can the moment you realize that you're in the wrong foundation of doubt and uh, worry, all you need to do is know that you're there, become aware of it. I mean, and go to the other side. If you have felt the trust and the faith, which I think most people, or I would like to believe that most people have felt how it feels like to believe in yourself, then it's a matter of 
switching deliberately once you uh, once you realize that. So that was my, uh, if I could pick one um, point or one key learning out of everything today, yeah. that would be it. So thank you. Um, so uh, where where do you want to direct people who want to uh, find out more about Richard Flint? Well, they can go to my website, which is just simply richardflint.com. Mm-hmm. And there's a list in all the things that we're doing. We're doing a complete series of small group retreats. Uh, I'm doing a leadership retreat this weekend, and all my retreats are limited to 15 people. Mm-hmm. And then in September, we're doing one that people have been begging me to do, and that is controlling your procrastination habit. Because it, that is probably the most self-limiting behavior that most people have in their life. Mm-hmm. And everything we're doing the mastermind program will be up there in a few weeks we do an open mic every friday morning where i put a question out and people call in and we open the mics and we talk about it and then a once a month virtual seminar it's all on richardflint.com uh and and i'll say this if, if i've created any question or questions in the minds of any of your listeners and you'd like to reach out to me and help say, you know, you said this, but I need a little more help. Then email me at richard at richardflint.com. And I personally, I'll get, I personally answer every email. No one answers my emails but me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would be happy to hear from them. And any way that I can help them become better, stronger, and, and smarter, I, I, I'm committed to helping them. Uh, and I would, I'd be glad to, to hear from them. Richard, thank you for for this commitment that you just uh, expressed and for the the abundance of knowledge and transformational uh, pieces of uh, information and action that you shared with us today. I want to wish you all the very best in your continuing mission to make a difference in that 2% as, as you said. Uh, thank you very much once again uh, last parting words from you just live every day to live forward not in your rearview mirror live forward I hope you enjoyed listening and that you got a huge amount of value from today's episode if you have please share this episode with someone who you think will benefit from it. If you want to know more about what I do, visit my website, agikeramidas.com. And until next time, stand out, don't fit in, 